Hello and welcome to Hey Art What's Good. We're a podcast based up north where we like to go see what's good with art. My name's Alice. And my name's Rosie. And something we like to do here on Hey Art What's Good is to see what's good with us, each other, see what cool things have been happening recently. So Rosie, what's good with you? Thank you for asking. What's good with me is that my friend Leah is going to come visit me. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Our friend Leah. Yeah. But, I mean, just staying with me. So, well, there you go. Yeah, loves me more. Better friend, better friend than me then, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm really excited because she used to live in Newcastle, but now she lives in Edinburgh and it's sad. But oh. it's not because now we can just go visit each other Yay. and I can go to Edinburgh and go to the Botanical Gardens because I can't remember doing that. I think I did it when I was a kid mm. and I want to go back as an adult. I do love a Botanical Garden. Life. Yeah, they're always a good time. Just plants inside. It's so cute and inspiring. It just makes me want to like paint. Mm. So what is good with you? Well, what's good with me is uh, today, the day we're recording, is my mum's birthday. So we went up to Annick and had just a nice little walk about and some good pub grub and absolutely stuffed. But it was a lush day. Oh, it sounds lovely. The weather has been glorious today. Yes. It's been a really nice like winter's day. Yeah. But like blue skies. Yeah. Honestly, that's all I want. I just want sunshine and lightness. I was just telling Rosie before, like we came in to record at like five ish today on this Sunday, um, but it was like still light outside and like wild winter. It's nearly over. Too just exciting. Hang in, guys. <laughs> it's like another three weeks or something, or four weeks of this hell, and then it's officially spring. Yes, and that's all I want. Perfect. Thanks. So we just got power through. Yeah. And we're going to use art to do it. We certainly are. <laughs> so the art we're going to talk about specifically this week is an exhibition that's on at Side Gallery. So I've, photographers, yes. get on it. Um, Side Gallery, we've talked about before, I think, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. An exhibition at Side Gallery made me cry. Oh, it small was, town in It was so yes. good, it brought me to tears. Oh, and we did the Yang one, Preston one. Yes. Right, so some good stuff. So it's all about documentary photography and like contemporary ones usually. And I'd say that's your fave yeah i'm a big fan of that it's just nice it's like seeing a documentary film but you can just watch like watch it at your own pace yes it's nice to dwell yeah and also there's like a certain element of like the imagined space like you add your own like imagined narratives to it yeah i think which is quite exciting which is very true of this like this exhibition i think yes so the one we're talking about is called waiting for winter by rena effendi and um it's so cool so she's an azerbaijani photographer and well done for pronouncing that. Thank you. I might have done it wrong. Um, but this exhibition is made up of like three different bodies of work, so three different exhibitions, like based in different like countries, yep. basically. So there's one based in a village in Azerbaijan, in a village in Transylvania and Romania, and in little sparsely populated areas in and adjacent to the inclusion zone in Chernobyl. So. Yeah. It's really cool. The connecting theme of all of them is kind of like work in the land and like the relationship between people and like the agriculture and yeah. that as kind of their income and like their and kind also of, like their identity. Yes. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Like um, the village she went to in Azerbaijan is called Kinilik, and it's apparently the most northern like the highest inhabited area in Azerbaijan and also like there's evidence that people have settled there like like 4,000 years which is crazy and like the kind of practices of working the land are still super traditional like the only income there is like sheep farming 
Like that's it? Yeah, it must be so hard. Like it's just harsh, I mean, like mm. the work and the environment and just everything must yeah. just be hard. It's just crazy. So like uh, this is a, such a cool exhibition because you get like a nice bit, little bit of insight into just all these random cultures and ways of life that really never really have a, a cause to kind of consider. No, and it's fun seeing it framed in this like contemporary way because this is something we're like used to from like Georgian like I always think of like agriculture stuff I also think of like do you know industrial revolution mm. when people were painting these like idyllic landscapes of a person with a mill and a donkey yeah. and like I don't know <laughs> second time I talked about donkeys today I'm just oh, yeah. I'm loving donkeys There's, well still time for a third <laughs> ooh <laughs> watch the space <laughs> but yeah so it's like fun to like put a like contemporary spin on it yeah and each of the three locations are so different so they take place like they were like from different projects that happened in different times and I think like that might be somewhat relevant because the yeah. first one's like her like native country yes so it's like starting from home and then like spreading out which is cool mm. so she started with that one in 2006 and then the other ones from Chernobyl in 2010 and the last one in 2014 so it's like I don't know that's just really exciting yeah. like she's been like on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what a way to like see the world I know yeah and like just these very very remote parts of it as well yeah just like to seek them out alone is such a cool adventure mm -hmm. pretty interesting pretty so shall, cool. we, shall we dive in oh I think we shall hey oh how should we start because when you how should we do like when you walk around the room yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Because that's like in chronological order, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, lovely. <laughs> the first, because it's in sections, which is always nice. Mm. It's um, on the first floor of Side Gallery, just a BT dubs. Yes, and there are lots of other things going on. So it's always worth, like there's some things we're not going to talk about, which are like, go and see. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how else to express that. Just like, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the, like, the, image that's like I always think of when I think of this section is that the picture of like the I think they're siblings the little boy and the little girl oh yeah they're just two beautiful children yeah but like I don't know like they're just so expressive and lovely and like this landscape is just so it's just so different I don't know it's lovely it's that's the picture where it's like there's like rolling green like hills and stuff behind them and like mountains and I mean really just on a side note just to like live somewhere where one you're either on a mountain or two can see a mountain to me has always just been so like interesting like you know like in like American any media yeah. where they're like going down some highway in the middle of a desert or something but you can just see mountains at the end and it's like imagine just having mountains really I mean we've just got kind of big-ish hills sometimes <laughs> very underwhelming i yeah. know <laughs> oh, we have the ocean everywhere oh no but it's no mountain is it rosie it is not it is in some ways the opposite of a mountain yeah <laughs> i could agree with that <laughs> consider this it's not solid and it goes down instead <laughs> very liquid not solid at all mm -hmm. um so you, yeah your I'm review <laughs> of the northern sea <laughs> I'm sure when we were there, you turned to me and you were just like, imagine walking out your door and it was just a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something and I would that say. you can get here, so. <laughs> well, I don't have it. So. There's a thing in some parts of this country where like the the like tides smashing into cliffs at such a rate, the land's just falling. God, but people's houses are just like falling into the sea. And I low-key think about that quite a lot. How stressful would that be? That would be so stressful. Because I mean, <laughs> I've got like secondhand anxiety about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> so what can you do about that? Nothing. Yeah. 
You can't Just sell that wait, house. wait for doom, yeah. aren't we all? We're all waiting for winter. Well, quite. <laughs> That's actually, I want to talk about that as well. The title of this mm. is so cool. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about that? Yeah, of course. Um, so the title comes from when she was visiting um, like these villages in Romania. And because like for each of these, I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the Chernobyl one, but at least for the Azerbaijan and the Romanian like projects, like she visited like multiple times over the course of years. Like for like mm. the first one, the Azerbaijan one, she went in, like two thousand three, two thousand six, two thousand nine, I think. Um, and then so for this one as well, she went at least twice to Romania, and it was like the second time she went, she like spoke through a translator because she can't speak Romanian. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just like she bumped into this random lady on the street who was called Maria, which is apparently a common name. And she was just like, it was in fall which is apparently a popular time for funerals in this village. Who knew? Um, and she's like, oh, hi, Maria. How are you? What are you doing today? And she went, oh, not much. Just waiting for winter. And just like, okay. oh. Because I think as well when your culture and way of life and work and everything is so focused around like work in the land, I guess really for like a large, like those few months, you're just waiting for winter to be over. Yeah. Like, and also consider like for a lot of the year you're waiting for winter and like the sense that you're harvesting to make sure you have enough for yes. winter yes 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 so in a way you're you're always just waiting for winter mm-hmm. it's just just interesting it's like it does kind of sum it up and it it, it really ties all of these exhibitions together because they're all quite like similarly revolve around the theme so yeah it works and to get like artsy fartsy please do which like, i feel like i mean it's appropriate for an arts podcast totally so <laughs> um I feel like if you want to get like existential about it, we're all like, do you know, think of like the winter of your life and mm. stuff. Like we're all just waiting for winter. Like we're all just waiting to die. Pretty much. So, yeah. <laughs> it's about on. what you do in the meantime. Though. And in this, and like to lighten the note, let's talk about that one with all the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, like the photos are like, I feel like we're painting a grim picture. No, no, no. I mean, they're lovely. So this, in this village in Azerbaijan, Kinalik village, um, like the photos so they're all square format like varying size with like a nice kind of wooden frame around it yeah no mount which you said which was nice like no mount and no for these ones no glass which is nice which one made it easier to photograph (laughs) into it's just nice like i love a kind of matte texture on like photo paper like i hate like glossy prints so just it makes us like do you know it's kind of like especially when you touch it it's like some people get that feeling with cotton wool if i Ooh, like yeah touch my nails on like a glossy print i'm like, like I, I can understand that like i accidentally bought glossy paper like darkroom printing paper mm-hmm. and every time i'm like oh i've got to finish using this <laughs> oh i bought i've bought some some new ones so it's fine Good. but I'm i mean I'll, for you. I'll have to finish it at some point because otherwise it's just a waste of paper yeah no so. i appreciate that no waste zero waste indeed <laughs> anyway yeah back to the um art. And I think, I mean, maybe it's a bit of a quality of the paper and just generally the cool, like, just the way she's photographed. Everything seems kind of, like, one, quite colourful and, like, some of it's, like, quite high contrasty, like, especially all the indoor shots of, like, there's one of, like, a, yeah. a huge family, like, all sitting down for dinner. And, I mean, just based on the photo, you can see one light bulb that's lighting the room. So, like, everyone who's, like, further away from that point, it gets quite dark and they're, like, mm-hmm. quite shadowy and stuff. So, it's, like, this kind of high contrast makes it seem like, like a traditional painting. I was going to say, it's almost a, like a biblical proportion. Like, like, do you know, in the Renaissance, mm-hmm. when they'd, like, paint and there'd be, like, secrets and, like, yes. code in it. If yes. If you knew, like, cultural stuff. In that chiascuro. Ooh. Shadows and that, I don't know. <laughs> Caravaggio thing. But for, the, like, this sort of thing, it's, like, a fun 
kind of like meldy twisty of um themes because it's like so traditional so like it, for some of the pictures it's kind of like you can imagine that as an oil painting like a few hundred years ago but it's not it's a photograph today and for this photographs today kind of look like old oil paintings and it's just nice just a cool mix of time themes yeah Oh, it's just class. <laughs> I'd like forgotten about how nicely they were framed until we've just said it there. Yeah. And that is nice. Like It was very like, it was presented beautifully. Mm. And maybe the lack of border around it is like, it brings a sense, like an intimacy almost. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I've said it before and I said it to you at this exhibition, but um, just colour prints without a mount or a border, like just like edge to edge color print just great just really nice it works so much better like black and white i think can look quite nice mounted but for color ones i don't know I just always feel like it needs to be like frame to frame it just works better i don't know i love it like i, I don't know i don't ever think about that sort of thing oh well now you might i like thinking about that sort of thing so thank you <laughs> so, so welcome <laughs> yeah no i think we can like move on a little bit to mm-hmm. If you continued strolling around the room. Wait, was it the first section that had that wedding picture? Yes, I feel like we'll definitely talk about this one. this one was probably probably my favourite, actually. Yeah, this like, is... Well, definitely my favourite from this section. Mm-hmm. So much going on. So there's this... It's an amazing photograph. The way, like, it's captured. Like, there's so many faces in it. So it's like this massive event... And there's like, you can see people in like, it's in like a courtyard or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's windows of the upper floor and there's a crowd of people and there's like a couple in the middle and it's like so much happening. And then Alice pointed out, there's like a, not a single person is smiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, just for context, it's like wedding preparation in yeah. theory, like the happiest day of these people's lives. Everyone's very stony faced and especially like you can see like in the top right hand corner, you can see people are peeking in from a window yeah. upstairs they're not smiling either. no <laughs> everyone's just there <laughs> so i mean i guess weddings can be like a whole thing like obviously like there's lots of wait time lots of prep to do so you mightn't be like beaming all the time but yeah. in this particular photo it's the mother and the groom like like the mother of the groom like the two of them kind of i don't know doing something but no no smiles <laughs> just interesting just that was fun like a fun maybe, observation yeah <laughs> uh, like a fun moment to capture yeah okay so now we can move on yes because if you continue walking around the room you'll get to chernobyl you will <laughs> it's the actual place <laughs> just right of azerbaijan which it's absolutely not <laughs> but this one is so interesting like i love anything to do with like chernobyl kind of soviet stuff like history, like the more like modern history of Russia. It's just so interesting, um, and that's what this is about. Heck yeah! And I just wish there was more photos because it was part of a larger series, and I just oh, love it so much. Yeah, I'd love to like actually see the thing in full. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, so like this project was called Chernobyl: Still Life in the Zone, and so cast your minds back to 1986. <laughs> we were all there. Yep. uh it was when the chernobyl like nuclear disaster happened and there's a thousand square mile like area around that called the zone of alienation so it's like don't go in there it's you know irradiated and bad for you big bad however some people's home many people's homes are in there thousand square miles that's like a pretty big area um so this project looks at um people who still live in the zone and people who kind of live like adjacent to it so apparently there's 
230 people that inhabit that, which obviously isn't a lot, but when you consider how just straight up dangerous it is, it is quite a lot, really. And the majority of those people of that, how was it, 230, are like elderly women who've just like outlived everyone around them and not just everyone around them they've outlived so much so So obviously so much in history (laughs) yeah like they had a nazi occupation and they were um, starved by stalin Stalin. so it was holodomor which is a stalin imposed famine of ukraine um so they survived all that and they're like no i want to go back home and so they did so like a nuclear disaster isn't going to stop them no not (laughs) in the slightest and like that's got to be one of the most brutal environments because generally it's just brutal like one vicious cold my god so like geographically Mm -hmm. difficult yes and then like culturally difficult they're like living on their pension yes which which is quite small quite little and it's you know they're like living on like what they can harvest, which is like radiated crops, mm-hmm. and they're like farming radiated animals and eating the radiated meat, and yeah. like, but they're just like, the photographs of them are so like, I wrote there was like a quietness to them. There's yeah. like a peaceful, I don't know. It's like a very gentle, all these gentle older women. Yeah, and then these really harsh environments, and there's like the most striking one I think is where it's all snow, and then. In the bottom left-hand corner, there's, like, a pig's head yeah. on, like, bloodied snow where they've obviously slaughtered the pig for the meat. Yeah. And, like, it's obviously these women are, like, the toughest women. Like, I think, I mean, obviously, I, I imagine, like, the kind of infrastructure has changed since 86 when people aren't technically allowed to be there or around there and it must be hard for supplies to get in. But, like, just generally in some of these, like, there was like some really kind of secluded looking like little huts and houses yes. and like woodland. So imagine just living there in a non-irradiated space is quite difficult. So add to that like the lack of supplies you can get and you know the danger element of eating anything grown there. Absolutely. It's crazy. And it's so interesting. And like some of these photos, um, like another quite striking one that we quite liked was like it looked like it was like the inside of like a gym or something. Like the inside kind of sports Hell hall. Hell yeah. This um, one was amazing. I loved it. And it made me do a double take. Mm, yeah. Which is always good. <laughs> it's basically like um kind of the inside of the this like gym with like the windows on the left hand side of the frame. So you can kinda of say, yeah, obviously there's like no glass in them, nothing, so the snow's getting in. But there's also like just a straight up tree, like properly starting yeah. to grow, like on the inside. A little new tree. Yeah. That must have like only just started, like well obviously only just started sprouting. 30 years, yeah. But that's it's so cool. Like, like it nature's just, just ready to just take back it doesn't at care any time that it's super radiated yeah. like it doesn't care that's ice cool most of the time it's not its problem <laughs> it's got oh, other no. problems like us <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> but this is so interesting like again to just get kind of like little snippet into that one was cool this. i looked at the gym one mm-hmm. and i like properly looked at it and i was like what's that like so i was just like what then I read the description and then I went back and I was like, what? <laughs> How? <laughs> yeah. So that one was like that one. Do you know when you like, because so let me describe this day. We did like five galleries or something that oh, day. You was, might recall on my Instagram story. We had an art day. Yeah. Proper art day. So this was in the middle of the art day and it's like a bit mushed up in my head. Mm. But like that at that point, I was very much like it woke me up. It was almost like a jolt of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Like, pull your socks up, Rosie. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Also, in that series, it was definitely, like, there's a picture, and it looks like it could be my grandma. 
It's like really related to my grandma. Oh, really? <laughs> the spit of. Oh, I love it. Maybe I'm just projecting. Maybe. It's like my grandma's a sweet older lady. Oh. So. Well, uh, just one last photo from this series I just want to like talk about is it's like a portrait, I suppose, of a lady and a dog. She's got a very, oh. very Russian-y, Ukrainian <laughs> sounding name. Nadia Gorbachenko, and she's 80. And she's living, so she's not technically in the zone, but her, the house, like her cousin's house where she's, she lives, I think, is a few metres away from the barbed wire, which says this is the zone. Oh and I God. don't know about you, That's but stress. I feel as though there's not a, a hard line yeah. from safe <laughs> to not safe. Very soft line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no line at all, in fact. <laughs> yeah. But um, like where like she grew up around there and the place where they used to like get the potatoes from is now behind the barbed wire. So she's like oh I'll just pop in I'll just get that and like <laughs> mushrooms and stuff she's like Probably oh fine. I'll just pop in and <laughs> she says when when I see police I just hide in the bushes nobody will stop me <laughs> this is an 80 year old lady <laughs> 80 year old ladies are stubborn as hell I mean <laughs> apparently so I think that's what this ex- that like that project very much kind of encompasses beautiful but respect just, for those ladies yes but like again just that kind of theme of kind of like traditional kind of not sorry stuck in ways this one more so but just that theme of like having this relationship with the land and you not necessarily wanting to change it it's a very like give and take mm-hmm. so yeah that one's like i don't know i guess in a sense i wonder if they feel like everyone else abandoned it yeah maybe Ooh, thoughts to ponder on. That's a good thing about an exhibition. We're just kind of like having a good think about it a while later. Love that. Yeah, I do enjoy this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is basically what this is. (laughs) Oh, pretty much. Yeah, it's us putting these further thoughts just into a podcast because why not? Because we can pretty much. It's just like space to ruminate. It's a safe space. No no silly questions here. Ruminate's a good word. I quite like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, um, the last like project in this exhibition is the one in Transylvania, in Romania. Yeah, 2014. Which I feel as I knew this. I just, for the longest time, because of Dracula, assumed Transylvania was like a different country. <laughs> We've all been there. Well, but no. Honestly, it's... <laughs> I think that's a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an area of Romania. Um, and so this one is all about um, a kind of haymaking village. You could yes. call it a society, really. It's been a way of life for ages. And they've got a full culture, which is documented really nicely in it this is. series. It's lovely. So this is the one where like the namesake of the exhibition comes from. Um and so it's these people like I guess just harvesting grass, making it into keep big hay piles. There's probably a technical though. I want to say the, I don't know if they're bales because we have hay bales and these didn't look like that. It could just be a different type of hay bale. Like the more traditional, maybe. Um, but basically, just imagine what, like a 12, 15 foot high, bloody, sc- almost sculpted mound of grass. Yeah. And something really cool. I don't think it said It made this. me think of the term needle in a haystack. Yeah. That's the visual. Okay. <laughs> haystack. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word. That works. We got that. <laughs> Ruminating. Yep. But uh, I don't think it said this in the exhibition, but like on Side Gallery's website, there's a link to a Guardian article from last year of um, Rena Effendi talking about like this project. And she's saying, because like, it's such a culture, it's obviously like families like do it collectively, like they tell, teach their children how to do it. So it's like, like from a young age, like boys will learn how to like hand cut grass and like, 
uh, girls will learn how to weave and stuff like that mm. um and she's saying like even though young people move away like every woman knows how to like embroider and weave and sew and stuff and every man knows how to build a house from scratch or something <laughs> yeah like, it was something mental but something really cute about the hair stacks like wow no favoritism there right <laughs> <laughs> like oh you can sew something really pretty and you can build a house yep. wherever you want <laughs> <laughs> well it feels like my ha- at least have to be in a meadow yeah like that's that's the environment but something really cute that just said is that since it's like all like familial and people have their own ways of doing stuff, people can usually tell whose hair bale is who based on the shape of it or haystack or whatever. That would be so fun. And I love that. That's adorable. It did seem the most idyllic out of all of them. Mm. This one was the most like traditionally like beautiful, like rural, kind of peaceful mm-hmm. way of life, I think. Because this was the one where they had like I'm sure there was like you know a man lying down in the grass yeah. and stuff, and like groups of people doing work together. Yeah. Whereas the others seemed much more isolated to me. Yes, I but, think so. You know, maybe that's just the way I read the images, but yeah. this one seemed, I don't, yeah, like more of a like a fairy tale. Yeah, I could see that. And I think uh, some of that is potentially down to like a lot of them were like quite traditional dress. Yeah, the dress mm. and the, I mean, just the landscape. And the landscape. And so wow. this is one of those ones, like there's one picture, which I think might be like the poster for this exhibition uh, where it's like three hay bales and uh, haystacks, whatever they're called. <laughs> um, and the people who made them are standing around them slash on top of them. Um, uh, so this one is kind of like you were saying before, like looks like traditional old paintings. Like, so this looks yeah. like a painting that we would have seen, I don't know, of, like, the Yorkshire Dales in, like, 1813 yeah. or something. Yeah. But instead it was, like, five years ago <laughs> or six years ago now. And somewhere very far away. Yes, also quite far away. But just super interesting. Like, it's just yeah. so cool. You get to learn stuff. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And it's places that I wouldn't think about normally. Yeah. And I love it. And I want to know more about Chernobyl. Because, yeah. I mean, they actually mention it a little bit in the exhibition. But, like... No, they just weren't going to admit that it happened until, mm. like, was it Sweden got some, like, was it, it was two days aftermath, later. and they were like, what's going on? Like, and they were like, don't worry so. about it. And it's like, no, 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 what's going on, though? <laughs> it's like, no, no, I am. <laughs> yeah, bad. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But, I mean, I'd love to learn more about, like, all these places, because, I mean, again, when am I, I'm not going to go. Is it Romania? Mm-hmm. That's had a pretty rough time in history, hasn't it? yeah. I think all these places have to be honest. I think yeah, and I'd love to learn more about that as well, and like how that like and their identity, mm-hmm. like because yeah, this is so much about identity. Am I right? And, like passing on things to people, like mm. yeah. Am I right in thinking Romania was behind the Iron Curtain? Yes, I believe so. so. Were all was as a Azerbaijan was that as well? I don't know. We'll have to check that. Hmm. Okay, we're doing some live research. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so quick Google later says no, Romania wasn't, but Azerbaijan and obviously like Russia slash Ukraine very much were in the Soviet Union. But yeah, that would have been an interesting kind of thread if all three of them just happened to also be that. Close enough. Yeah. But I'm sure Romania has like, I'm sure it like had like some version of just big bad boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they did because cause I'm sure... Like they'd like uncovered loads of like secret palaces and stuff. Oh, but well, they were communist. Yeah, in, but in like, this, like I can't in the same remember. time. Oh, I'm sure I was told something like some ridiculous fact about like someone building like their own like personal gym and like I don't know like all this crazy stuff. I just lo- all these like crazy 
big baddies out there. <laughs> it's like I'll start a podcast called Big Baddies about the oh big my baddies. God. Yeah, <laughs> of the world in general. Yeah, and the world like, at large. If they were a video game, what would their boss battle be? Ooh. Does anyone want to do that podcast with me? Because I'm down. <laughs> like, I'm already busy, but like, it doesn't have to be like, we do this every week. I could just do that like every month. We try and do this every week, but yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. Ooh, okay. We'll put a pin in that. Figure out how to how to do that one. Cool. Ooh. Hey, what's good podcast network? Oh my god, <laughs> like every other podcaster. <laughs> Look, it's just like what you got to do. Well, quite. We are millennial. That is true. Not millennials. We are millennial. Millennial. Amazing. <laughs> Millennium. <laughs> we are millennium. That's not a song. I just made that up. I was going to say. <laughs> it's Sunday and I'm a bit loopy. I just had a really strong coffee. Yeah. Well, at least you picked up a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. I think you've seen, there's actually been a transformation from when we started recording to now. Oh, yeah. Very much so. I can't wait to listen to this again. <laughs> I wonder if you can tell the point at which the caffeine kicked in. Oh, I think I'll, if I find it out when I edit it, I'll send you a time link. Thank like, you. Rosie, this is the moment. <laughs> Beautiful. But back to the art, <laughs> what this podcast is actually about. Um, I mean, that probably covers it, to be honest. Like, it's not a massive exhibition. No, which is nice with side. Because as we said, documentary photography, it's nice to like take a step and mm. just like they have seats a lot of the time they have sofas in the middle of the room a which are quite comfy beautiful it's a nice building mm -hmm. and like yeah it's just i mean it's a wonderful resource as well because they've yeah they've got like an archive and stuff yeah. and they're like the cinema and they're really helpful and nice so yeah go pay them some pay them a visit yes absolutely and i would like to give an honorable mention of course to some art that wasn't even in this show it was on another floor. Yes, it was upstairs. And it was uh, Otherwise Unseen by Tessa Bunny. Yep. What a lovely name, first of all. Yes, very lucky woman. <laughs> and I just really want to, like, I'll just keep it really brief because it's not really what we're talking about today. And I'll just make you want to go and see it. So really cool curation. Again, documentary. And in one of the pieces across the whole, like, the longest wall in the room... It's kind of like it's documenting like life along this river. Yeah. But it's the way it's laid out on the wall is like a river. I will put something on Instagram just oh, absolutely. because it's so cool and I really want to shout about it, even though we're not giving it an episode. Yeah. Definitely needs an honorable mention. Definitely. And it's like if you've I mean, if you just work in chronological order, oh, to be honest, it doesn't matter which way you go, you could start top to bottom or bottom to top. There's like the same sort of link of like kind of traditional um kind of like infrastructure and yeah. ecology not ecology um economy nice um thank you and like it feels like it links quite well to yeah. this exhibition in fact I, this would be a really cool exhibition like compare and contrast oh yeah and like one day would do something like that yeah one day <laughs> not today though yeah. some other time <laughs> totally and you should go because the main thing i like also remember about that is there's a like a cool corner in that little there's like I think there's something where it's like all incense or matches all oh, bundled together yeah. and then there's like a man with like a thing of grass it's the size of him but then there's also the cutest baby a in a hammock just in a little hammock it's very cute it's so cute so cool curation baby mm. in a hammock hmm. I mean pretty much pretty good What's not to love <laughs> <laughs> so oh. yeah yeah I mean Shall side we... gallery just wonderful yeah I, like, I was gonna say like shout out to like what they do because we should probably see if they've got any more films on yes that was really cool and we're going to go see some german it's like east german cinema night yeah man it's pretty sick 
Right, well, uh, uh, the exhibition we're talking about, um, Waiting for Winter, is on until the 5th of April, so you've got some time to check it out. Check it out. The weather's getting nicer, the days are getting longer. That's true. It's just by the quayside. Yep. So you can, like, have a lovely walk down the River Tyne. You can. Come on. It's a good What's time. What's not to love? <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the city. Yes. Um, a way we like to end episodes is to kind of see if we're looking forward to anything. The answer is usually yes, because we've got busy lives. For example, I'm looking forward to going to see my friend in Preston. Oh, we've finally put a date. He came to visit us in like November. He's like a uni friend, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll come visit in January." Didn't happen. I was far too poor to do that. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to get paid next week, so I'm going to go at the end of March." Ooh. So excited! That's nice. Yeah, should be good. What are you looking forward to? I'm going to want it be slightly. That's okay. I'm going to Disneyland Paris. <sighs> <laughs> Preston Disneyland oh man <laughs> it's my brother's 30th birthday yes and he wants to go to, he want, he's always said like so he doesn't want to do birthdays now he just wants to do big birthdays which we think is very sensible <laughs> so it's this is how he's starting with his 30th and then he won't do anything until his 40th so for this birthday because he likes to set himself rules so this birthday go and go hard or go home Mm -hmm. go into Disneyland Paris and it's going to be me my mum and obviously Jim Mm -hmm. and then we're taking Jacob my buff (laughs) B is that I I just made that up okay boyfriend for those who aren't who don't speak total nonsense like us (laughs) who aren't down with the kids and know the lingo (laughs) that I literally just made um and I'm so excited it's gonna be really cute I just like I I don't know me and my brother just get on so well and it's so nice and I love working with him so and also it's like a thing in our family Jacob doesn't get it but it's a thing with like me, mum and Jim when we go on road trips, even though we're all fully adults at this point, we'll listen to like Disney soundtracks yes, and sing along. Will. I've been on one of these road trips. Yeah, be our guest. Yep. It is a family favourite. We will turn it up very loud because it's mum's favourite and she's the driver. It's a good one. And really, it gets you pumped. Yeah. Like you're ready to drive. You do that at the gym. Oh my God, you could. <laughs> Feels like it could coincide with like steps or lifting weights or something. It'd be yoga. It's like got a count. Oh, yeah. So I think it but works. But it is about food. Well, just think of the food reward you'll get when you're done in the gym. Yeah, actually, that's so, true. Because you do need to have food when you get before and after the gym. Well, Got to look go. after your body, fuel it well. That's true. Calories are not your enemy. Remember once when I was in secondary <laughs> school, I went to the gym and literally didn't eat anything all day. And that's the closest I've ever come to fainting. Wow. Ew. Don't do that, kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said it as if I'm scolding. No, <laughs> don't you do that. <laughs> but okay. that sounds really good. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. Me nice. too. I've never been to France. Oh, right. And you're going to see it all at Disneyland. (laughs) We'll do a day in Paris. (laughs) I'm not a monster. When is it going? Um, Second or third weekend in March. March, Okay. Nice. Just wondering. I was like, if it was in April, I might be there as well, but probably not. Um, But cool, right? Mint. So if you want to get in touch, if you've got some recommendations, questions, want to have a chat about art you can reach us on most social media we've got instagram and twitter at hey art what's good got a website hey art what's good.com got a gmail hey art what's good at gmail.com smashed it mate yeah Ooh, <laughs> social media links in it so yeah Perfect. get in touch have a chat about would art would love to hear from you tell us something go see please and thank you and if you've made it this far thank you very much oh yeah absolutely love you lots <laughs> love you long time until next time <laughs> bye bye